Hello, everybody. Welcome back to this edition of the Redbird Report. My name is Cade Heather, sports editor here at the Vidette. And as always, I'm joined by my co-sports editor and great friend, Wow, Jonathan Barless. We've upgraded. We've upgraded from good to great. I love it. I mean, no, I'm a fan. No, I love yeah. you, man. Like, I mean, I'm we've serious. Been doing this we've been doing this for so we. I, I guess we're upgraded to great, but great outcomes. <laughs> yeah. Not for the Redbirds last night, falling to Missouri State, 66 to 65. I I don't even know if I'm well enough to talk about what happened yesterday, nor would I want to explain what happened. But we have to anyway. So, yeah, Kate, I don't know what the game yesterday. Why don't you kind of take us through the last, the last, last yeah, the, the last take us through the last possession. Overall, for the the game itself, I'll, I'll give you this: like ISU came out. I mean, after their after their t- terrible loss against Valpo, they came out Yikes. pretty strong, played a good overall game. Uh, I thought for so almost as well. the full, yeah. almost not the full forty minutes, but for most of the game, it was pretty back and forth. ISU held a pretty steady lead throughout the entire game until the last few minutes they had a five-point lead with 13 seconds left and they went ahead Missouri State got a layup free throw and ISU missed uh, I think they missed one or two free throws down the stretch but you know came out to ISU ball they're inbounding the ball and Matt Chastain just you know, a little they, scuffle they, in the middle of the court. Made, and he made a bad decision. I don't know if they – I can't remember now off the top of my head if they had a timeout left or not. I'm guessing they didn't. But he just made a bad – he just made a really bad pass. They did, not, to they did not have a timeout. To, they did not have a timeout okay, at that point. Yeah. They were trying to inbound it. He was trying to get it to Malik, and it was just a bad pass. He, he, he tossed it way up, went straight to the, went straight to the Bears. And, Oof, and from there it got batted around, batted around, and – Zach Copeland said in the post game, you know, he was he was one of the ones that batted mm-hmm. around a few times. He just said, you know, I should have just should have just dove on it. Game probably would have ended. Yep. Instead, the ball got tipped around a few times and just fell into the hands of Jared Dixon. And with like one second left, just, just you just, know, just, just gave it up. A nice little chuck in just the air. It up and nice, you know, just wow. a. Who I, this is this is this is like this would an, happen twice in one season. It it almost is. <laughs> I, it's unreal to to think that this has happened twice to us. If you and, play a great game, especially against a team that kind of sits in the middle of the table right now in the conference, Phil yeah. Fain scoring twenty two last night, Malik seventeen, Copeland with two or twelve points rather. Mm-hmm. I. He, they all played great offensive yeah. games. They're continuing their great offensive stretch that they've had in these past five or six games, but. The history of going on the road for the Redbirds has just been tattered, and yeah. it's 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 hard for them to get a win on the road, and it's it's been like that. The last time they won on the road was when? When did you say before we were talking? Uh, well, the last time they won on the road was January thirtieth at Drake. And right, that was a huge win. That yeah, was a absolutely. Win. Before that, they beat Evansville, who is in last place, and before that, ISU has not won a road game. Before well, that, they they. No, they no. have not. They no. haven't run a, won a road no. game. They lost to Loyola, Valpo, Central Florida, UIC, you know, Belmont. That was all of them. Do you Except count the, the Do you count Islands? the Cayman Islands at all? Do you count the Cayman I Islands? I don't count that because they count away records and neutral site records. You're right. You know, so I'd say all of those teams were on on the road. None of them were home in that tournament. So mm-hmm. in road games this season, ISU is two and seven, with one being I think. 
a notable game, right. a notable win, the Drake one. The that Drake win was huge, yes, because yeah. now they sit number two in the Valley standings, right below Loyola. And now it's just going to kind of be one of those things where these next six games towards Arch Madness is and going is to it. be, yeah, yeah, this is it. This is these it. next stretch of games, these next three weeks, are going to mm-hmm. be a test to truly reveal the kind yeah. of team that ISU is. Three and I, road games, three right, home games. Right. And, and I, I I don't know about you, but I've been struggling to figure out what kind of team this is on the court and off the court. And it, yeah. it's it's hard to see that we've seen so many positive strides these past few weeks. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like it's all gone you know just it, it's all backfired in a sense of you know you get a couple unlucky touches a couple unlucky you know especially that last second shot from half court Jeez. like obviously that's very yeah. unlucky and it's very unplausible to any game plan that Mueller would even set up but it just seems to happen like that ISU was up 42 to 35 with 14 left to play in the second half they had a big as of a lead to eight points the entire yeah. game and then they just kept and coming back Missouri State kept chipping away chipping away chipping away yeah. ISU kind of a little lazy on defense that's towards what, the end of it that's what Moeller said after the game as well you know they had a lead up to eight points and every time they would get you know they had a relatively comfortable lead you know it wasn't too comfortable with those it, it was relatively comfortable it was more right. than one or two possessions and every time they'd get up to six or seven points lead, you know, Missouri State would come back and get a bucket or get a layup or something or get a foul, draw a foul mm-hmm. or something, get some free throws out of it. ISU just didn't make that extra defensive stop to really put them in, like, a 10-point margin. Or, yeah, you know, and like we said before, they played a great game. They, 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 they played a really yeah. good game yesterday. I mean, yeah. just the outcome just wasn't as great as the way they that they played. up until the final, like, few minutes really and, and then it comes down to that it yep. comes down to that uh, especially That's now the redbirds are now uh they're not undefeated at halftime when leading anymore and yeah, that, yeah so what are they 14 and 1 now currently yeah, they were leading at halftime again that. last night uh against missouri state but now this kind of stems from the valparaiso game at home they kind of just I, I don't even know how to describe it it's it, it continues that coin flip type of mentality that we talked about in the mm-hmm. past you know their fate kind of hangs with uncertainty yeah. every single time they go out on the court and stemming from missouri state losing or not uh, valparaiso losing at home like that uh last tuesday mm-hmm. what do you what do you make of the the redbirds right now going into like arch madness play only six games away from now i'm not really sure what to make of this team but i mean you know like we've said, we've seen like two different teams, you know, mm-hmm. a team that comes out flat, no offense, nothing like the Valpo game mm-hmm. started out 20 to, what was it? 20 to three. Yeah. The score. Let and me, then Missouri state, they come out a lot stronger offensively and everything. And I, this was a game that I thought they looked good. Just like the game against Loyola and Drake and Indian with that little three game stretch right. that they won. It looked, they looked like that same team. Uh, yesterday at Missouri State until the final five minutes or so and, and it's been the problem on the road is is them trying to finish out games they almost did that at Drake I thought I I feel like it was uh, Drake or Evansville as well right that you know the, on the road they get these leads and they start letting up a little and I don't know how much I can trust this team going forward in being able to close out games it's it's like one of those things like we've been talking about before. You just kind of throw your hands up in the air and whatever happens happens at this point. Uh, like we were talking about before, Valparaiso was leading seventeen to two in the first five minutes of the first half last Tuesday. So they go on a fourteen zero run, and the birds they they were chipping away against that game. They they came back within eight. They came back within six points, but 
you know, it kind of comes down to finishing those games and staying with those games and finding that extra energy to spark something on offense. Yeah. And like we talked about before, their offensive stride has been well. They've been mm-hmm. shooting the ball a lot better. Copeland's been getting a lot more touches with it as well. Malice heating yeah. up again. Phil's yeah. contributing as well. Keyshawn, he's fine. Yeah, was he fun. was. He yeah. was. Keyshawn has come around. From what we've seen earlier in the season around. from him, he's definitely come around and found his shot. But nevertheless, we still need to see some sort of uh, fighting mentality from the birds in that yeah. late second half. I, I don't know if they get too comfortable with their lead. I don't know if they get too uh, down when they're down, especially in those last five minutes. I don't know what it's going to take for them to figure out their identity. Six games from Arch Madness play, uh, I don't. I, I have no idea. But I mean, we've seen it with uh, head coach Dan Moore as well. He's been very vocal about how frustrated he has been, especially oh, yeah. against the Valparaiso game. He said he was out coached. Yeah. It was uh, the the play of the players was just so bad. The amount of disrespect we showed the game of basketball that Tuesday, yeah against the opposing team was just embarrassing and that's hard to hear as a player if your head coach is going to a press conference and he's saying these things about you i i I don't know if the confidence is an issue in that locker room i don't know if the guys aren't gelling as well because we saw it against the valpo game zach copeland was very frustrated with everyone on the court he was yelling he was smacking Mm -hmm. his hands out on the floor phil fain was also visibly upset he was sat in the second half of that game i i I don't know if it's emotions i don't know if it's tension I, i don't know what it is but Whatever it is, they need to Whatever find a way to come yeah, back dude. together. Yeah. And soon, they need to if they if they want to be as good as they thought they were going to be in the preseason, mm-hmm. they need to figure out a way to come together collectively as a team yeah. to finish those games within those last five minutes. Be emotionally available for each and every one of those guys, and I think they can find success still. Like they're yeah. only in third exactly. place. It, it, it's it's yeah. not like the season's it's over right at all. It's not over. There's right. six games left, and then you have an entire tournament to to figure everything exactly. out. And you know, I think whatever it is that they're trying to figure it out, I think they had it yesterday. They had that energy going yesterday, and it was just something in the last few minutes. Right. Not sure. You what you it could is, just feel it. You could just feel they, it wither away in those last five minutes mm-hmm. of that second half, where you just know, like, oh no, something's gonna happen. And I, I I've been feeling that the last couple games that we've watched, the last couple games that we've covered, and we went there and we see yeah. this team actually on the court, and you just feel the tension maybe just going back and forth in between, you know, who's out on the court and who's on the bench and who's in the rotation and whatever else is happening. I I, I really hope that this team can finally come out and they're they're representing an opportunity to come back, especially against you and I this week on Wednesday yeah, at, at you and I this Wednesday yep. Another I the road game exactly I think they have everything they need to get that short burst of energy to get back in the wind column and come back from these two tough losses at home and on the road yeah. against two like uh, Missouri Valley Conference teams that are still in the running for a spot and still will stay contentious in the tournament. So yeah, why don't we kind of go over you and I really quick. You and I is la- dead last in offensive points. Uh, they average 66 per game. They also are last in margin as well, um, averaging around negative two for margin as well. And mm-hmm. they sit number six in points allowed, uh, 68.9 per game. Uh, ISU is in the top four for points scored and averaging 70.5 and totaling out 1,762 points this season with their 25 games. So, yeah. with these kind of stats in mind, what do you think the challenge for the Redbirds is presenting from you and I? Going to you and I on a road, mm-hmm. what do you think that challenge you, is for the Birds you to get that W? also last in offensive field goal percentage and last in defensive field goal percentage this year as well in right. the Valley. I think uh, it's the same. I think it's the same mentality every game is uh, to to go out there and get off to a strong strong start 
I mean, you got to stay consistent. They got to find a way to stay consistent. Get off to that strong start. Carry that lead over through halftime. But, I mean, it's it's like this Missouri State game. I mean, I don't know what possibly went wrong, but you got to be able to keep your foot on the pedal. Right. And, and keep your You're foot exactly on the gas. Right. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't let up at the end because, I mean, guys get tired and everything, and that is huge. And that, right. And that, that's, that definitely applies that's to the right, ISU yeah. team because they only have eight active players right now. And uh, Ray Adowu, Ray Adowu only played seven minutes yesterday. Apparently he tweaked something. Wasn't able to go right. uh, for most of the second half, so now that brought them down to only seven players uh, down the stretch of that game. So guys get tired, but you know that that's that's only an excuse for for so long. And uh, I don't know, you you really got to keep your foot on the pedal. Right, absolutely. And you kind of said this in your column as well last week. Uh, they're headed a reality check of sorts. Uh, to see that the rotations of guys aren't as the team isn't as healthy as it should have been. Uh, obviously, we talked about this before. Matt Hyde nursing injuries, Josh Jefferson yeah. nursing a broken yeah. hand, and, and it or, is still out. Bruning is still out, and it, it, there's a lot of guys on that bench that aren't dressed, and yeah. it, it's it's almost hard to see that this team is so banged up, and they have the ability to still do they're it. Right they have there, the they're they're, they're they're right there. there. They are right there, and. You know, I'm not counting them out. I, I'm never going to count out the Redbirds, especially with this kind of stretch of games going into the last, like the last six games that we have before the tournament. But I think you and I is possibly the most perfect team for them to face right now. Like we said, they do sit dead last in pretty much almost every offensive category that the MVC has. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the Redbirds can pull out a win here, and if they do pull out a win, I think it's going to be a big confidence booster moving forward into their next slate of games. So. Yeah. Why don't we kind of just talk about what do we feel from this game? What do you think? Who's going to shine? Who's not going to shine? The Redbirds come out on top. Do they get back on track? Cade, give me your thoughts. Well, last last time these two uh, matched up at Redbird Arena, it was a it was a one point game, and believe it or not, Northern Iowa just narrowly missed. I think it was a half court or just over half court uh, shot right at the buzzer. They missed it right at the You're buzzer right. and. That would have won it for Northern Iowa. It was a one-point win for ISU back on January 8th. Um, but, you know, that was a game that Phil Fain had a big game. Malik Yarbrough had a big game. And, that you know, that's going to be very important moving forward here in these mm. last six games. Absolutely. You can even look back at Valparaiso. You can look back at Valparaiso at home. They held Yarbrough to nine points. Phil Fain was almost unheard of. He yeah. had four points. Keyshawn had four points. Yeah. It's If you can hold those three guys. It's, it's no yeah. secret to, to the opposition. No, that it's not. Yarbrough, Fain, Keyshawn. Copeland. Those are your guys. Yeah. Copeland. Yeah. And, I mean, yesterday against Missouri State, they really had Fain, the inside game, going strong. I yeah. mean, he was, he was dominant in yeah, the game. Yeah, team high 22. I mean, he had, uh, I think, 14, 12 or 14 points just in the first half. And then, like you said, ended up with 22. And yep. then Malik, he had no points until about 145 left in the first half. He just got going Got late. five points at halftime and then got going in the second half and took over like right. he did in many games before this season. He takes over in the second half. I think that's the most important is for those two guys to get going. It's I no, think so. It's no, 
surprise. There's no um, surprise for you know you and all. I to like try and lock down Malik and Fane. Yeah. As we've seen that if you lock down Malik, you're going to have a successful game. You can look yeah. at Valparaiso last week, yeah. like we just said. If you lock him down, because he's the catalyst to start it all. Him and Malik, yeah. or Phil and Malik rather, yeah. they're the guys that the ball is going to be in the hands of. And they're, they're your scorers. And you want to get the ball in their hands to, to score. To, yep. to, to yeah. physically score exactly. those baskets. <laughs> and if they can neutralize Malik's talent and his size and Phil's size as well, mm-hmm. you and I is going to be successful. But I but really I'm don't see sure that, that happening. Can. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't I, see that that happening. When you look at the matchups, I'm not sure that they can. Especially with the offense that you and I brings to the table. They have A.J. Green, who averages 15 points. And then uh, Wyatt, Wyatt Lohaus, who averages just under 10 points. Outside of that, everybody averages about five, seven. You know, yeah. they have they have one guy that that ISU needs to zero in on. AJ Green. He's averaged right. fifteen points. He had uh, he had nineteen against ISU in the first game they they met up. And you can I imagine think, him think, or Malik going up one on one right there. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think ISU outmatches the Panthers. Uh, I think so too. I, I think, think so too. As always, it'll probably be a, a pretty close game. It's hard now because we never know anymore. Yeah. Uh, we kind of really just know. throw our hands up and we watch the game and we'll cover it and we'll write about it. And whatever the outcome is, we'll let you know. That's what it is, yeah. And it is what it is. But nevertheless, this is pretty much all we have for you guys this time around. But be sure to follow us on Twitter at Vedette Sports and keep up with the latest on everything Illinois State Sports at VedetteOnline.com. The yep. Redbirds will be in Cedar Rapids, Iowa to play the Northern Iowa or Cedar Falls, Iowa. Sorry, Northern Iowa Panthers, February 13th, this Wednesday at 7 p.m. before returning home this upcoming Saturday to play against a MVC rival, Bradley, at 7 p.m. at Redbird Arena. Uh, This has been the Redbird Report. We are John and Cade signing off until next Monday. Stay hot, everyone.